Hey, quarantine boys and girls, it's time to make us a mixtape. I'm your host, Marty DeRosa. And I'm Paul Farvar. And this is a podcast where we have you, 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 make us mixtapes. And some come and sit with us, and we listen, and we judge, and we just really give them the business, Paul. Yeah, we're the music insiders. I feel like uh, people don't understand uh, <laughs> that we're... we're it's it's not that we're better than no, you. No, we just know more. We just know more about music. There was a time in in, in day in, in in a period of time years years ago. Yes, where uh, I just woke up and uh, <laughs> where you didn't have uh, Paul was getting internets. inside music a lot late last night. He was going through VHS cassettes, <laughs> watching uh, old one hundred twenty minutes. Who was the host? Storytellers. Uh, I just had the cuts of what I liked. Do you know the uh, original British guy had a toupee on? Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. What's his name? I don't know. British guy number one. But here's here's the thing that Who, you you guys don't know is that's how you learned about music back in the day. Yes, you didn't have you watched. You read Google's. Rolling Stone, Spin, yeah. Maximum Rock yeah. and Roll, um, the newspaper. Yeah, I remember getting the newspaper on the weekend, and I would either try to find something that was like arts. entertainment related. You'd yeah. go to arts and entertainment, and you would read about music and TV and movies. Yeah, that was before we had the internet. That yeah. was what we did. And that's and that's the thing. You guys are spoiled. A lot of you, uh, millennials like us, uh, Zoomers. Zoomers. We have a lot of Zoomer. I was I was checking. I was crunching numbers yesterday. I was looking at all the demos. Yeah, we are really popping off with the Zoomer crowd. Uh, they love it. They right. love hearing about old VH1 and MTV documentaries. Yeah. They love, they love hearing about uh, why it was important to be on the cover of the Rolling Stone magazine. Yes. Um, yeah, we're getting a lot of feedback. I, I appreciate that. And how can people uh, reach us? Paul? Yeah, and if you want to come on, it's uh, paulmartymix at gmail dot com. And if you just want to message us uh, and ask how to become a music insider, it's yes. not too late. No, should we have music insider shirts that say "I'm a music insider"? <laughs> yeah, I, ask I think me so. anything about new metal. Yeah, they can do all that. We can I, have I, categories. Ask me anything about new metal. Uh, for Paul, adult contemporary, adult, any music from the nineties. I'm I'm your man. Yeah. And also, I do want to point out, I was also going down a, 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 a hole of... Uh, Were you not sure if you should say worm or rabbit? <laughs> Either one. A rabbit hole of uh, cassettes, and I found a Sound Opinions. Whoa. Uh, a Sound Opinions episode. Uh, With uh, So the, here in Chicago, we were lucky enough to have a, a radio show that was on Sunday nights around 9 WXRT. or 10. WXRT. WXRT, which was like our uh, very... It's a... a Triple A, contemporary, alt, contemporary. Yeah, like they call it Triple A in the biz. Triple A. Oh, nice. Uh, And we eat. We have two. We had, or we still do, whatever. Two big newspapers: uh, the Chicago uh, Sun Times and the Tribune. They each had a rock critic, and it was like uh, the movies. Greg Cott and Jim Duroguys, just like uh, at the movies. Yeah, they they would go over stuff and sometimes argue. Most of the time, they agreed. Yeah. Um, But one thing I can agree on is this week's guest, Paul. Yeah. The wonderful. Sarah Joy Shockey. You know her from Marty and Sarah. Loves wrestling. One of my favorite podcasts around. You've heard about her on almost all the episodes. You've heard about her referenced on numerous episodes. Um, I, I I live with her. I <laughs> laugh with her. And I love with her. And, live, and laugh, love. And to be clear, you guys aren't. You left the house to come. We to the left podcast. the house yeah. to come here. We're, we're, You're going to get us arrested. We're gonna, <laughs> no, we're gonna, we have a secret. We're social distancing. We have a secret Walgreens trip after this to buy a couple it's, things. It's needed items. Yes. If, hey, police, essentials. if you're listening, we're Sarah, just getting essentials. Let me tell and we you, already did it. I'll tell you one thing about Sarah Paul. She loves following the rules. I love them. She hates breaking them. And, and I have a follow. She has a strategy in her head about what happens when someone walks by us when we're walking down the sidewalk. 
she was just like, are we walking by each other? Should we go a little distance? There's no, uh, first of all, the rules, if you live with each other. You can be up on each yeah, other. Oh, if you live with each other, you can be up on yeah, each other. Just like don't that. make it someone I, else's I don't problem. Think I, everyone's been calling me like, uh, can you drive in the city? I'm like, yeah, you can drive. You're in your car, but just don't take seven people in your car. Now, yeah. Sarah, I have a very important question for you. Uh, when I think of, or when I, when I say mixtape to you, uh, what, what that, what does that bring to your mind? I used to make mixtapes by recording off the radio. What? Nice. Yeah. I would wait for my favorite song. And when yeah. I was really young, like five or six, I was so worried about using up the tape, which we had unlimited tapes. We would just take them from church. Yeah. The pastor's recordings from last week, you could just take them for free and I would record over them. So all my mixtapes. Would you just put tape over them? Were they smart enough to break the little no, thing? no, no. You could just record them. It was crazy. Very trusting. Yeah. For well, those who don't and know, I took could, advantage. It was like a security thing. Yeah. It was a little tab. You had to put a tape over it. To, yeah, yeah. Yes. And I never had to do that because all of them were unlocked. And I would worry about using up space. So most of my mixtapes when I was little was just like a chorus that I really liked. And my sister would say, why don't you put the whole song on there? And I'd be like, because my favorite part is this part and I'll always have that. And wow. then you had the full tape. You'd go back and listen to your work of how... Of how... And yeah. I would do like um, Sailor Moon dialogue because I was borrowing a Sailor Moon tape. So I'd have like radio song, radio song, and then maybe like 35 minutes of Sailor Moon quotes I liked. <laughs> then a Moon. little bit of a pastor and then some more radio songs. <laughs> well, you would keep some religion on there? I wouldn't mean to, but it would be like in between bits of like me doing like a radio oh, show or something. Fun. It'd be like, and I said to God, and then it would be like Ace of Base. <laughs> oh, I saw the sign. <laughs> Did I see? I did that too. I, mm-hmm. I would do that, but I've, I felt like uh, your generation, Sarah, was beyond. I'm a millennial. Get me out of yeah, here. Yeah, what yeah. are you guys, Gen Xers? Yeah, yeah. Aggressively, Barely. aggressively. Yeah. No, we're, aggressively. We're silent generation. We're almost boomers. We're the silent X generation X, <laughs> uh, which is boomers who feel like old men. I mean, not boomers. Gen Xers who feel like old men. Um, yeah, you're an old soul. You have yes. I'm a thousand. You. <laughs> He's not an old soul. He's an old person. Sarah knows. <laughs> Paul, how dare you, Sarah? Uh, had uh, has an older brother named Day Day. Uh, well, his name's David, but Day-Day. I called him Day Day as a kid because that's all I could say. Sure. And then it's had a resurgence where Marty exclusively refers to him as Day Day. I will only call him Day Day, but Day Day and I line up with a lot of the same uh, country music that we listened to when uh, he was in, in school and I was uh, He was bartending. a senior in high school and you were bartending. I was bartending. So we have a lot of those just trashy like... And I was 14. Toby Keith, I want to talk about me. Uh, it's so funny. Mamaria. That song. <laughs> and yeah. I, I mean, look oh, if you mom, look at mom. you and you don't know you, yeah. it makes sense that you like Toby Keith. I mean, I haven't always. But if you know you, looked, it's like so bizarre. I just, I just. So Sarah will attest when I come home. Oh, back <laughs> when we used to go out. Yeah. When I would come home from a show and I would be feeling pretty good. You can tell the level of drunk Marty is by how loud he wants to listen to his old country favorites. <laughs> <laughs> when was the first time that you had to deal with that? Do Here's I don't remember the first time. Uh, probably early on in the new apartment when you were like really getting comfy being at home. Yeah. And we had the comfortable bed and the yeah. TV hookup. But you uh, turn the volume up so high that then he goes to the bathroom and I try to sneak it down. And then he comes out and he knows that I turned it down. <laughs> yeah. But it's like three in the morning and we live in a 600 square yeah. foot apartment. It's like we got to have a little. Marty likes loud. He does that before the show. So he cranks up some it's weird loud, right? shit. Yeah, yeah. But me and Paul want Delilah. No. Set Del- softly in the background. <laughs> no. <laughs> Funny you say Delilah. I One of the CDs of my music company that I found, I think I told Marty this, uh, was uh, Plain White T's submission to my music company. 
And oh, I was wow. like, oh, you know, I don't know about you guys. Like, I was thinking I was. about um, oh, the Delilah saying? radio show oh, personality sorry, from. Sorry. No, no, no. I mean, those are the same Adel. level of gentle. <laughs> Very gentle. <laughs> you get the idea. When you say Delilah, you're not going to hear Screamo. No, you're not going to hear Screamo. Did, did, when you were making those cassettes of uh, your greatest parts of songs, did you ever make other people stuff on cassettes? Or these were I, all for No, you? very selfish. I did, um, in middle school, make uh, the what I thought was the most perfect mixtape. I was on to full songs at that point. And hey, I was congratulations. Like, Thank you so much. I was like... I'm just going to, every time on the radio, one of my three favorite songs is on, I'm hitting record and I'll try not to do it back to back. So I have a full mixtape of Smile by Vitamin C, um, Summer <laughs> How Girls. Does How does that go? How does that go? Smile. I don't have it on okay. the top of my head. What's the, what's the other one? Uh, there are two other ones. There is uh, Summer Girls by LFO and then um, ba- uh, Mambo Number no. 5 by Lou oh, Vega. <laughs> and so I have a whole tape somewhere that's just those three songs over and over. And I was like, I've done it. I've cracked the code. These are the best three songs right now. So if I would have made this mixtape for you in seventh grade, I would have been like, I guess how, I'll put like the Muppet movie for the other two. I don't know. How are you with Napster and stuff? Good. I mean, my brother would you weren't always, afraid that you were going to get in trouble? No, because my brother would always the set the foundation. Okay. He would break the rules, and yeah. then I would just harvest from his... And then I also had a friend on the street who moved in when I was about 14 when we got to our new house, and he would make me CDs for like... 10 or 20 bucks and I would Whoa. just give him all of the songs I wanted and oh, then have okay. him illegally do it and sure. then I would just get the CD. Where that was the business. In, uh, at this point I was in East Lansing, Michigan. Okay. I also spent time in State College, Pennsylvania and Kokomo, Indiana. Okay. Yeah. Now, I was born in Pittsburgh but I was not making mixtapes when I was zero. Sarah is the perfect demographic for there's a, a whole uh, segment of the population who got most of their music off of Napster. Yeah. And there's certain songs like we were looking up some songs the <laughs> other day and she's like, Oh yeah. Playing that, play that uh, Rufus Wainwright song. Why does it always rain on yeah. me? I'm like, that's not R- Rufus Wainwright. She's like, yes, it is. Trust me. Oh, they, and it wasn't, but wrong. the label was <laughs> wrong. I had and that with, um, Rocket so in Memphis. Yeah. I had it Mark as uh, it, it's Mark Cohn, but I can't remember who I thought it was. It. But yeah. it was somebody it's wrong. Like and it, it totally yeah. makes sense. And there's there are a couple. I have a couple online. Jason Mraz live songs that's most definitely not Jason Mraz, and I think it was somebody trying to get heard. Oh. So they just labeled so it. So it was like, oh, that's a good yeah, idea. but then I didn't know who it really was, and it definitely wasn't Jason Mraz, but I went and scraped, downloaded every live Jason Mraz performance. There's even one of him on the radio really missing a note in the remedy, and he's live, and he just has to do the rest of the song. Oh. We, were, we checked up on Jason Mraz, and we talked about this before we started yeah, yeah. recording, and uh, it's, it's you know, he's still him. He just looks a little older, um, but he did this Bernie Sanders song. That like was, support song? Oof. The rhymes were very ooh, like, Bernie basic. Sanders. Sanders is a guy who I'd like to say hi to. You're like, yeah. okay. I went to when in my prime of following Jason Mraz's career, uh, and that was more when How I was on the business side. How many concerts did you go to? I only went to three or four, but I, I did go to. I went to two, and I thought that was a lot. Only went to three or four. Three or four. He yeah. likes concerts. Well, I would. A lot of those times they were they were free because we would go uh, as industry because yeah. I was managing bands. And I would go meet with the guy, but I remember going Paul had to a ponytail and a, uh, <laughs> a, a, a black. No, no, no. He had like a, one of those, like a black three quarter leather coats with those, with the collar outside of it. Even yeah. in the summer, even um, in the summer, he got to, but I did go to his, uh, the place where he recorded 
the acoustic I forgot what it's called, but it's a it was a place in like San Diego or something. Was that uh, Java Joe's? Java Joe's, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't he, uh, there anymore. Yeah, we he did a, a live at Java Joe's like tribute that. recently, yeah. oh, like a Facebook one. Live. What was Java Joe's? It was a coffee place that he, that he yeah, and sometimes uh, he'd like back to his roots. He'd like dick around in songs, and there's like one where he like talks about being at Java Joe's, and like he's just improvising little. I remember I read an interview with him where he goes, "Sometimes I just improvise," and at the time I was like really into improv yeah. comedy, and I was like, "It's there's different ways you can do it." You mean in music <laughs> as well as in as, comedy? Whoa, yeah, blew my nineteen uh, year old mind. Were you when you were? harvesting this music from your brother it and is your harvesting neighbor. yeah <laughs> did you do you think that they both played so the guy that would make you the cds was it did you ask for certain stuff or he was like you're gonna like this stuff? no 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 i would uh, specifically oh. give him lists and i would research oh. like if i heard a song on the radio i would and there's no shazam i would be like googling lyrics because we had google then it wasn't great i was still kind of between google and alta vista not ask jeeves no, Ask Jeeves was more for fun, but not, the not results weren't great. I was great. a hotbot guy. Yeah. Hot, they call me a hotbot boy. Yeah, I, I could see you yeah. trying to find P-O-R-N on hotbot. <laughs> P-O-R-S. I just spell it out. So you gave him the list and then and then he'd find those And sometimes songs he would, and that was the fun thing, was you never knew what songs were going to be available. So sometimes you'd get this weird like clunko version or you'd get like the wrong thing or he'd be like, I'm so sorry, I couldn't find this one. So it was kind of a nice surprise getting it back. And then I had this weird superstition that the eighth song on every mix that I got was the best song. And I'd always run circles trying to convince myself because I set it up <laughs> to have it be the best song. But then if he didn't get the order right or something, I'd be like, you know what? Actually, no, this is the best song. It's yeah, number eight. You convince so. yourself. Is there an actual science? Like, do you put your best song at number four? It's like a set um, order. It's I like a set heard. list. It was different. It was different with CDs. It okay. always felt like it was. I had I heard somebody saying one time that number four is where you put your best Typical song. hit. It makes sense. I don't know if there was a yeah. science to it. And then what about your brother, the songs that you would Day-day. harvest from Please. Day-Day? Would he, uh, would he be like, these are the songs you're going to listen to? Or, or again, Oh, were no. You I would just see what was already liked. on the family computer. So nobody helps you. You were the tastemaker. No, well, I would hear in like my brother's car or like my sister had real fun taste where she and my brother kind of got me into Jason Mraz through like his real acoustic music. Oh, okay. Uh, the Shuba's album that's finally on Spotify. <laughs> I waited years for it. Um, and then you could kind of go to them for resources. And I always thought whatever they were listening to is cooler than anything I was listening to. So if I liked something and we all lined up, that was real cool. We all lined up on um, the Bloodhound Gang's One Fierce Beer Coaster. Sarah, we want, you want to hit Paul with a couple bars? Oh, gosh. I, I know the full Shut Up from Bloodhound I Gang. Know, I don't know the song. You'll it's not. not a good song. And I can always, it's so bad. Okay, the the worst verse that comes to mind first is always, I hate a lot of whites and I hate a lot of blacks. I hate pooping in public places, but we all hate that. I hate lesbian feminists because they're all so damn ugly. I hate Spin oh Magazine because they never, ever plug me. And I hate Regis and I hate Kathy Lee. I'm going to stop there. Yeah. You just got canceled. You know, I did. And this was me in <laughs> legitimately like fourth grade, just like putting those. I didn't know what most of it right. meant, but it was just like, I can tell he's being silly and he's rapping and he's like Ugh. doing a good job. There's places where like Jimmy Pop's voice sounds a little tired where I'm like, man, he was <laughs> such a hard worker. And oh, Jimmy Pop Ali. But didn't they line. do the version of uh, a Dr. Dre song too? Was it like, or no, uh, no. the 
Boys in the Hood. No, no, no. That's that's that was Dynamite Hack. Dynamite. Okay, but that's a Spotify situation sure. I had where oh. it said Bloodhound Gang. Yeah, so absolutely. For, I, up until you just told me that, I w- there was a lot. I mean, the mix up, yeah, with the genres of just like oh, because there's like a nerve. There's a song every that a lot of people are like oh, it's a Nirvana song. It's like that's not a Nirvana song. Uh, there's a whole bunch of songs like that. Jimmy Pop said, I hate people who think that their ass don't stink. And I had a lot of hard time wrapping my head around that because I was like, I legitimately don't think my ass stinks because I do really like do a good job wiping and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I wondered a lot as a kid whether or not I could convince I could convince Jimmy Pop of that if and when I ever met him that like and then <laughs> now I'm older and I'm like, no, no, no. Me and Jimmy Pop can uh, talk. Our asses stink. It's so fine. we had mentioned the Bloodhound Gang on our on our podcast before and Sarah and I's podcast before. And one of our listeners goes, oh, my God, I have this VH or DVD like, like a, documentary, like a tour documentary of the Bloodhound Gang. And we're like, oh, cool. He mailed it to us. We watched it. Paul. We didn't finish it. It, it was, was so We said bad. it looked like uh, evidence for If you think I'm going to get canceled. We said it looked like evidence for a, uh, like a, a criminal <laughs> trial. Yeah. They're all just like rubbing their wieners on each other. You see full, full peeny There's weenies. There's so many dongs. It's, yeah. it's aggressively dong It's heavy. aggressively 90s male, which was Toxic, just like. Yeah. Toxicity. They had a real young yeah. drummer and they like ruined his life and he quit the band. This was like the last dregs of like white boys being bad. <laughs> if you watch uh if you watch Torgasm too, yeah. it's like that too. It's like it's just, just like, so mean to Jay Davis. And it's just such a different world of like, oh it's totally okay to do this and be mean and, and Well, you say it was totally okay, but no one was saying directly that it was wrong. Right. I think people knew in their hearts well, it I mean, wasn't okay. The, Nobody the, did. You know the MTV thing I was okay, watching. Okay, well, the, the women other day. all knew it was wrong. You <laughs> we assholes. didn't know. The, you remember we were, I was watching that MTV special, and, and Paul and I did an episode of it where we covered that MTV Year in Rock, which I'll, I'll put on from time to time if I'm feeling. If I'm feeling fun. festive, yeah, so bizarre and in that year. On it, Kurt Loder's like, yeah, but at least she was hot. So I guess I can put up with Christina Aguilera. It's like she's like 17 or 18. You're an He's old like 40, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. What are you doing? I remember always being confused about why Kurt Loder got to be there. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess as a because I was like, like young kid, I was like, guy? does he run the show and then he does puts he himself own, in it? Does he own is MTV? he king of MTV? I never like, thought about that. How yeah, no. To me, I was it. like, I don't know who this guy is, but I guess we're supposed to respect him. My well, mind is blown right now. <laughs> I almost flipped my microphone well, because, over. Uh, because the... Um, I can't believe that. Yeah. He was... He, there weren't, he wrote there for weren't, Rolling Stone. Yeah, there weren't a lot of I didn't music. have that entry. He was just a figure that appeared on my TV and we were supposed to listen to him. There weren't a lot of... If you go back to that era, there weren't a lot of music... Uh, insiders. Insiders who could write and speak. Yeah. And he was like... He had like a broadcast background. They wanted to get a little... They needed some hard news. They needed a real news they man in there. They needed credibility. King of MTV. In. Well, basically, yeah. He they was, needed someone to tell us, hey, this is what happened. I trusted him. Yeah. He was the conscience of MTV. He was a Walter Cronkite. He really was the Walter Cronkite. That Paul, that is the perfect way to say it. <laughs> Kurt Loder. <laughs> the coffee's the kicking in. Walter Cronkite of MTV. Boom. So right. then, so we get we go from there, and then we come to today. Yes, and yes. you've made us a fine mix here. Oh, of, so my listening chain—it's—it's it's the same exact thing that I was doing as a kid. Only now I'm letting Spotify run the show. I've done my research. I know Spotify has like these engineering teams that get to like work in this really like cool, innovative way that other tech companies are like trying to copy and emulate. And like part of the Spotify like. Mantra. Can you please stop saying Spotify? They're not our sponsor. Okay. <laughs> but I will tell you this. I love iTunes just as much because Marty's got iTunes. I've got Spotify. We're covered. But basically, I just let their algorithms. And that's how you learn about songs? New songs for the most part. Or I have shared playlists. So like my friend Grace has a playlist that she's been building since like 
2009 okay and it's called let's get skinny in all caps and it's just every song that grace likes and i like grace so i'll like pull songs off of there but it's become this thing where i just harvest them into different playlists you like her as a person or you like her music taste as well both or, okay it just happens to. and what up. about day day does he send you do you have a i sp- don't connect with him but i do have uh two other friends where we have a collaborative playlist where they can put stuff they think i should hear tyler patterson's yes. one my former bandmate from the shock tees David Burgess is the other one of my best friends from high school and he and I have a very specific gentle working music taste so it's kind of like I have these different playlists sort of like frittered away where it's like oh cool that's a good song for songs to play crazy taxi to which okay. is the playlist that's like dance music crazy I forgot to mention that Sarah was in a musical comedy band called yeah. the shock tees called the shock tees I knew about that yeah we're, we, we did a couple stand-up shows back Everybody in the day in when Chicago. you were gone yeah. and I told you that we did Comedians You Should Know. I adamantly told Marty that Shock Tees did CYSK multiple times and he was always very gently like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, we totally did One didn't. of the finest no. shows in I Chicago. Thought it was, it not was that Chicago, they wouldn't have done it because they weren't great. It's just Chicago underground comedy, comedy was yeah. what I did. And it was yeah. too oh. many acronyms about comedy in Chicago. And uh, yeah, I was wrong. When I lied, nobody died. No, I, I told Paul about how we were in uh, that rental car and we were listening to all the Sirius XM and we figured out they only have about 100 songs. Total. Yeah, it was wild where I'm like, you'd think you'd hear such and such. You never do. So it's interesting the way that you learn. So I don't have Spotify mm-hmm. and uh, Marty, Boo I know. Spotify. How dare they? No, they don't, just, they're not a sponsor. We just like, you, like, you talk like <laughs> iTunes is a sponsor. That's oh, so funny. They're on board. <laughs> but um, it's funny the way that I've learned about music. Obviously, other comedians who uh, have good taste and the show, I've gotten songs that I put on my master 100 songs today, my own version of Cirrus yes. uh, mix. But I've been watching, I have Comcast because I'm, I'm old and... Uh, <laughs> There was those stations, and they have them on the road, too, if you go... I like those stations. 704 on mine, which is the uh, alt uh, indie station, indie rock. And I just Shazam those, and all those songs. That's how I learned about Phoebe Bridgers. I learned about Lucy Dacus, all those those bands. And it's funny, because I don't... That's not... It's Nobody learns about music that way. But I used to do that with Pandora, and then... uh, it was just hard because I didn't know whether to buy those songs or like find the album or do what. Now at least I have like an app where it has pretty much all the songs. And then if there's something I don't have, I'll deal with it in iTunes. And then I have, I can keep and hold on to like a gremlin, every song that I love. (laughs) You strike me as somebody who back in the day you would have bought a CD with your hard earned bunny. Yeah. And even if that first time you were like, uh oh, this isn't nope, good, I had to you like would it. be like, I'll like this. When I was a I would kid, force myself to do that too. Oh. I know. I could totally tell. When you. I was a kid, I went to a garage sale and I couldn't read. I was like five and I picked up a cassette tape that had the Warner Brothers logo on it. And in my head, I was like, oh, Yes, because I had all these Christian tapes that were like acted out stories. And I really wanted, I just wanted a secular one. And in my head, I was like... (laughs) You were five, you're like, knew the word secular. Oh my God, so much church. And um, (laughs) I was like, this is going to be a cassette tape version of the Looney Tunes. I'm so excited because the WB logo would always come (laughs) up. Oh, I love that. And I got it home. (laughs) And my mom, I remember I adamantly wanted to buy it and I didn't tell her why. And she was like, um, sure. I got it home. It was just the best of people. Peter, Paul, and Mary. And I was like, nope, I like this now so I can sing you all those songs. Uh, A hundred miles, a hundred miles. Yeah. I only know two songs by them. 
but I, I think well, I know the best of well, because yes, I, and why. then I never told anyone like, oh, this wasn't a Bugs Bunny album. I was Aww. like, this is what I wanted, and this Puff the Magic Dragon song seems a little depressing, but I'm gonna give it a shot. I mean, they I, did Puff the Magic Dragon though. Yeah. When I when That's I lived cartoon, in right? when I lived in D.C., I had a roommate um, who we'd go to the rec- we'd go to Tower Records yes. and we'd go buy his CDs, and he would he bought a CD based on the cover. And I remember being so mad at him. Wow. And I was like, why are you doing this? There's so many good music. Like, well, tell me what you like and I'll find it for you. He's like, and we were just high. He's just like, no, this is good. I like this cover. This, that. I, I understand and that. And he convinced himself. We got it home and it was pure garbage, like DC band that was just garbage, garbage. And he's like, I don't know, like, why you're, you're yelling at me. Like, this is like how you should be. There's going to be people that buy your album. So basically. I'm like, I hope they don't. I hope they don't. I hope they're smarter than that. he was like you. He was trying to be like, this is a great song. And I we try were- to do that in more things in life than just music. <laughs> now, Sarah made us a five song mix yes. that, I've, that I've entitled Gentle Music. Oh, I thought I put some bangers on there. You got there. some bangers on there. Yeah, what, if you really want to call gentle, this gentle. Tell, not gentle. Gentle, I to think Marty. of gentle. He in thinks a everyone sense. has gentle souls. That Sarah make has songs. a gentle soul, and I think all the people who make these songs also have gentle souls. How did, um, how did, you, how did you come up with this? I grabbed, uh, okay, this is really fun to do. I have, uh, recently I organized everything. So I have, usually at any given time, a playlist of new music that I'm discovering as I go. Then when I move on past it, I can listen to those again and be like back in that sort of phase of my life. It's usually like I maybe do like every two months or so. And then I was like, oh, I can really like hit this hard. So I've got the working playlist songs that are great to just work to. I've got my gentle book tunes. Those don't have lyrics. I don't have to worry about words when I'm reading my books. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. 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 So this is from the all stars playlist where I basically pulled up at any point it's a really high criteria to make my all-stars playlist wow and uh and songs songs can be taken off when i get tired of them songs can be put on like it's how big is this list how many songs right now it is i want to say about 70 songs okay yeah i I always when mine gets to 100 i go back and like edit out stuff and Mm. put in new stuff and that's an interesting when you get a new song that you love do you listen to it a whole lot do you burn it out uh i'm trying to learn not to but yeah Yeah. if i really like it i'll uh mash that like button in my brain do you learn for you do you dissect the songs as a, as a musician as well where you go back and try to learn every parts because that's what i do and it's i, I wish ru- I, did it. I ruin it for myself yeah. if i do that what usually happens is i will fall in love with a song as a piece of a like a book i'm writing i do this where i have two playlists for like the series that i'm have been writing for like years and i'll fall in love with a song through a specific character's point of view in the story that i'm writing so any research you do is going to bring into reality like that's not your song that you own for a character you made up so i kind of have been trying to keep them more precious with occasionally finding a live video so i can watch the person sing it that's about as far as i'll go that makes sense and i basically just pulled maybe like my 13 of the moment like favorite songs and different reasons i might want to share them with you Mm -hmm. and then I went through and like did my first round elimination, second round eliminations. And then when I was at like seven, I was like, oh boy, Shocky, how are you going to get out of this one? So there are a few that I was like a little sad that I couldn't put on there. Any any songs of note that you wish made it on here? I really like um, Gavin Turek's song. um, 
I can't remember the name of it now. Cool. I wanna, I wanna see it. I, I wanna feel it, babe. Yeah, I hear you singing uh, that don't one in the fight shower. It. Don't I hear fight you singing that in the shower. Sarah puts on concerts. mega concerts in the shower. Yeah. Did you mega. Have, did you uh, any order? Or was this in a specific I, order? I did. I really like orders, and I really like I, uh, I narrative storytelling. Okay. Uh, why What's, are we going to be hearing "You" by Valley as the first song? Uh, this is like it's welcoming. It's upbeat. It's got the coolest bridge that I can think of right now, and it just feels like an open door welcome to the playlist. All right, let's hear a little bit of "You" by Valley. It's Delilah. <laughs> Gentle music. Enjoy. I mean, it just starts like this, Marty. Yeah. I like. I think it's a banger. You feel so tired. Light on your side Wait, didn't fall decisions When the cup of coffee is your true religion Beautiful and, uh, Keep it playing in the yeah. background a little bit because there's I'll a part where it kind of yeah, you know what I'm talking. about? I, I like this song, <laughs> but you. what I told I told Marty that uh, when, I, when you sent it to me, I was just playing in the background. I'm like, oh, this is 1975, and I didn't put like two 1975 songs on this playlist that I love. And there is two songs on this list that I thought were 1975. Yeah, I love the 1975. I and that's uh, me and Grace have that in common on okay. Let's Get Skinny. I've discovered two of their songs. They're really her. good. I like them. Yeah. I um, love uh, when you can hear accents. Is, Paul likes this part. This is so 1975. Yes. I, and you know, like, all these songs have a tinge of 1980s uh, vibe to them. And But, like, kind of like the 1980s cradled them through their childhood and not, like, the scary 1980s that I'm afraid of. What's the scary? What's the, scary? The, the movies I make you watch? <laughs> You oh, know, the movies that I make you watch, the yeah, horror the, movies uh, the, and these guys and all these titties and crimped out hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Cherry pie warrant. Yeah, exactly. That's that the was, stuff I'm that's afraid Indiana of. That's Indiana. Class 80s. of <laughs> yeah, class of 1985. What's that no, movie? That, I made you watch. Oh, uh, where you it made, was like where uh, those? I make you watch all these bad old horror movies. You don't make me because usually I can wander away. Yeah, during that's it, true. You know, and it'll be like yeah. And I'll do. I like to do a lot of projects in the house and. Playing these horrible movies. Yeah, he'll or put videos. on these movies and he can just have them on and be doing like four or five things on the couch. I'm like, I need to be organizing my paint colors. I need to be yeah. like making bookmarks. Like I'm a little nut at the house. But I, because I just watched Class in 1984 recently and I just love like, like gangs where it's just like just sweet looking white boys, but they're like, they're bad. They're punk rockers and they're the street gangs and they're stabbing everybody and they got chains and stuff. And yeah. And a lot of the, it's a lot of nudity. I can't believe you're bringing this to my playlist. I'm like so this sorry. is exactly not the vibe of my playlist. It is not the Talk vibe. Talk to us more about Valley. What, is this I don't just know anything one about song? Valley. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, because of the way that you learn the about algorithm. music and I do. Yeah. That they're, you're not going to, but You're sometimes learn about the you, they'll bring you another song and From you'll get artist. to like judge. And sometimes it'll be like mm, too similar, but not the reason I like the first one. And this, the only amount of research I've done is I looked up the lyrics to see if the spoken part of the bridge was typed out and it is. And so there's this beautiful part where they're like just singing the usual kind of stuff. But in the background, he's like saying a little poem and he's like, she's got a heart for the ones that just drive around, always waits for the call when you get into town. And like just the stimulation of the talking and rhythm and the bridge. And then, you know, you're going to get yeah. a big scooping of chorus at the end. It's 
it's the best. You can't read a book to that. No, I get to that point. Like if I'm walking around on the street and I'm like, nobody bother me. No, like I hope nobody tries to talk nice. to me. Like this is the this is the point of the song for me. Do you listen to music when you uh, were ice skating? What? Yeah. So uh, I. You were a figure skater. No, oh. I um, found out that you can <laughs> skate free at any of the Chicago parks if you have your own ice skates. So midwinter, I just bought ice skates and I started showing up. And uh, at first I was like, there's no way I can ever listen to music while I'm doing this. I need to focus. I don't want to fall down. And then by the end of the season, I was going like three or four times a week on my lunch break. And I started, I saw other good skaters with their ear pods in. And I was like, okay, if I can skate a little more like them and a little less like how I've been doing, I'll reward myself it was the most fun ever because I would find out what songs are good to like, and I'd be putting together little figure skating routines in my head. And obviously I can't do anything, but I would like skate a little longer on one foot being like, I'm really dancing to this. And it was like the best feeling. It's like roller, roller skating rings in our generation. We would, I would listen to music and just jam out. Never went. I can't roller skate. No, I never, never Yet. go. Cause I can roller skate. Yeah. Oh, or whatever. Yeah. I didn't mean to bring up a sour point. For yeah. you. Don't worry about it. He won't worry about it when he's ice skating next winter. I won't. Uh, okay, let's hit well, him with uh, song number two. Were you going to try to do a... Paul <laughs> likes to do segues, and I know what you were thinking. You're probably like, well, if you ever uh, do go on a roller skating trip, you can stay at the Hotel Apache. <laughs> Paul loves... Which brings us to the next song. I got to say, you know... Oh, that's a real radio. I wanted to tell... I was doing a podcast with another friend of mine the other day, and he's he's new he's what? newer to podcasting. Cheating and on uh, I hadn't heard him. He, Cheating on I us. hadn't been on his on show us. in a while. And I I, was, I wanted to go. You know your segues. It was scrump. I go. Your segues are getting really good. I didn't. I should text him that. Text him that. You'll his make segues his day. are getting real good. Um, speaking of segues, Paul, my favorite uh, thing to do is ride a segue when I'm staying at the <laughs> Hotel Apache. Uh, here is "Stay" by Hotel Apache, and then we'll talk about it after a little while. No, this isn't the same song, guys. It's different. Would you stop? It's not a little full housey up top. Yeah. Shut up, dance with me. He already loves that song. I like the video. What song? I'll play it for you later. Okay. She's sad. Just look at Sarah. This is a, She's a new She's person. Dancing. This She's is an energy it. song, obviously. Yeah. Gives you a lot of vitality. <sighs> why, why is this on the list? Okay, I love these, like, This little, is so 80s, by the way. So 80s. I love these, like, boy singers who are just, like, their world's crumbling, but they still manage to, like, get it together with an upbeat song. Because this song's all about, like, I, like, this girl presumably is, like, clearly taking advantage of him, and he's like, I can't stay with you, and it's, like, it's my fault, like, I've been bad. And there's a line in the bridge where he says, when I told you that our hearts were not divine, I didn't mean that. And I'm like, what a petty, like, dumbass thing to be like, ooh, and, and, and I don't think our hearts are divine after all. Like, it's all so funny, and, like, my favorite book characters to write are like petty boys that need to learn a lesson in like a very loving, gentle coming of age way. This just hits me on all cylinders. So you listen to the lyrics on these upbeat songs too. They, can, they can't know, just have the, the yeah, catchy hook. It's hard when I find a song with a really catchy hook as I get more into it. If I don't like the lyrics, it's got to go. Cause going to 1975, I do like their music a lot. I mm -hmm. like their, the music stuff. 
But when I listen to the lyrics... I don't have the capacity for fucking you meant to be helping me. That's my favorite line. <laughs> the lyrics on their songs are so trite. So zimzammy. Yeah. yeah. And I remember being high at Lollapalooza watching them, and I don't smoke a lot of marijuana. And I wow. don't condone it. Wow. But I was like, oh, I do. God. It makes music sound better. I, could, <laughs> I couldn't. After I saw that, I was like, I can't. I there can't do this There have been times where... I, and I haven't listened to them since because they like ruined my... I was high in college watching The Wedding Singer and I was like, Drew Barrymore is not doing a good job in this. And I was so sad because I was like, I love this movie, but I can't unsee these acting choices. And, and the thing I will say about She was Pot. great in that other show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The thing I will say about Pot is you do learn things and then you're like, after that, sure. it stays with you. Yeah. But otherwise, I, stay, I, say, I say no. no. Drug free the way to grass. be. Yes. Pass on grass. Even when it's legal in Illinois. <laughs> it is legal in Illinois. No drugs for this guy. I'm straight. Um, yeah, Sarah's a straight shooter. And uh, but yeah, this is I like I get these I get why you like these songs. Like yeah. I would never go like oh, I don't I don't get it. I totally get why you I like feel these songs. these songs in my soul because I think there yeah. is something so relatable about those like kind of small emotions. But taking them and making a pleasant song that's easy to listen to while still getting out your pain, like mm-hmm. what a productive thing to do. And a lot of times when you are, when you're showering and I hear your songs, it is a lot of like do 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 do. I miss you, girl. Do you ever get sick of me singing in the shower? So no, loud? I like certain songs. I like. I like when you sing that Annie DeFranco song. Oh, Untouchable Face. Untouchable Face. Yeah. I like that. I like when you sing. Oh, I like that song. Um, there's a couple of there's some that you're just like. like I did really? Anna today on the ukulele, and I was so proud of you myself. You did by the Menzingers. Yeah, Sarah. Uh, I love that song. Me too. Yeah, that has good. been on my my list for a long time, and I always know when it's coming up. It's like I have Pine Grove and Anna by Menzingers. I love Pine Grove. Yeah, that, Which song? Uh, I like Old Friends, and old then I friends. have Alarmist now too. I have Ooh, a I lot of Pine Grove. I just saw them in concert. Oh my god, that Old Friends song is one of my favorites. Like, I think the lyrics are just perfect. I do too, and I I play I recorded it for somebody. I was going to give it to someone as a present of me playing it all the parts because it's in my range. Oh wow. And then we broke up. So oh, hey, save it for <laughs> save it for the next one. I'll just be like, hey, I gotta find someone. But Anna too. I, that's another song where I dissected it, and I was like, I gotta play. I gotta learn all the parts. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, this is why I like this song. It's an A and blah, blah, blah. blah. I always like it where I'm like, oh, they're just processing. Like, he just misses his girl. And she's not even gone, like, long term. But, like, everyone's had that moment where, like, when you're on the road, I'll be like, God, things were just better when you were here. She, I like the lines. They're, the lyrics in, his, in, in Anna Menzinger are so awesome where he's like, now it's just a place where you have your stuff. Yeah, like, and it's a ooh. studio she's apartment. Like, picture, it's like she's got too much yeah. stuff probably anyway. She's like a lawyer. Uh-huh. I just pictured as a I picture her being lawyer. like... Like, um, she just got boosted up to be like some coordinator, like project manager. So it's like they're sending her to dumb places that she doesn't even need to go. And she could probably find a better job back home in Philadelphia. But. Yeah. I like those songs of like, I'm sure you're doing great, but you know, I'm still here. What was mm-hmm. that one? I like, uh, uh, oh God, uh, brand new Jude Law in a semester overseas where it goes, tell all the bring English boys you meet. About the American boy back in the States. <laughs> the American boy you used to date who would do anything you say. He was just a little Brand simp. Aww, see, little that's, simp. <laughs> stop saying simp. <laughs> Marty's discovered simp and it's like there's no Do you know a lot of kids call each other simps now? 
No. Oh, dude. For it's like a guy simpleton? who's like, it's, no. so what's happening is um, anytime these like high school or middle school guys get a girlfriend, all the other guys who are single are mad about it. So they call well, them simps. They say like if, if like a YouTube girl or something has like oh, yeah, guys who are donating money to their feed and they're just like, oh, thanks, Paul. And you're just like, oh, no problem. Thank you. No problem, Sarah. I, that's I, I would be like, you're a simp. But they all call each other that <laughs> when they start really dating people, too. Yeah. It's an expandable it's term. Fun. Sarah and I watch a lot of memes. We, we know watch going memes on with, with dinner every night. We know what's going on with. <laughs> With the youth culture. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a big kangaroo court you guys got going. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) I mean, I do love when they say kangaroo court in real news. I love it. Hey, wait, what does that mean? It's just like a fake, like, it's just a fake, fake, it's just a fake law, this kangaroo court. All right. Hey, uh, I'm going to tell you this ahead of time. Did you have your mind blown? I'd never heard that term before, and I thought that they were just being fun by coming up with an animal concept, like, and the kangaroos are running the court. So (laughs) listen to that in P1 moment. We call these a P1 moment on our podcast. AJ styles is this wrestler the phenomenal one so on his gear he always has p1 and one time sarah just goes after like a couple years of knowing who he was phenomenal one oh i get it i didn't get that yeah now yeah Yeah. and i've had uh, a thousand Mm -hmm. Uh, i thought you could ride this roller coaster uh, at wrestlemania and i thought kangaroo court was run by the animals well kangaroo court it's funny when i was a lawyer and someone would say that it's the kangaroo court yeah you'd just be like oh my god like that's like when i would say you're a boomer if that was a term back in the 90s but yeah it's a term that's been around this is uh capital cities kangaroo court hopping in my mind this music video is all kangaroos and they're crushing it order in this court it's a kangaroo like somebody's got the kangaroo's got the guitars and the The bailiff and then then, uh, then, uh, then, uh, one falls out of the pouch yes the the, the gavel is held by a there's a if you speaking of gavel in court, there's one of my favorite moments of uh, everyone's a lawyer. It's on the YouTube page. Is when Marty was on the show and he he called the gavel a hammer. <laughs> I go, this then, is where I'd hit my hammer. <laughs> and then everybody like because he was winning, and then and then one of the other contestants, I think it was Chelsea, goes, he just called a, a gavel a hammer. Don't let him win. <laughs> and you got so mad. <laughs> You know what I meant, everybody. Yeah, yeah. It was the funniest thing. But okay, so why is this song on here? Okay, of course it's on here. Yeah, he's telling a story. The story doesn't really go anywhere. You yeah. can have a lot of imaginative imagery of like animals being silly billies, and it's just one of those songs that just got stuck in my brain. And uh, it's got that strong middle spot where, like, if you're getting a little sleepy from all that music, well, this one's It'll got... It'll kick you back up. Doom, doom, doom. This had a little 1975 feel to it, too. Although, more, less, all of them more sync, less guitar. Yeah. yeah. More sync, less stink? Nope. That's mm. not the right term. No, no. But I love to rhyme. There you go. Um, yeah, I just really like... they. I have a couple other their songs sort of randomly floating through different playlists. Kettle Cities, yeah. I've heard their name a bunch. I think I have a couple of their songs from my... Uh, God, what is that show called That's on that I learned from on Comcast? But <laughs> From your music programming. <laughs> music. What's great about it is is if I'm working out and I, it, it gives you information about the I band, too. I love that. When those are like, on, if I'm at like a house party, yeah. I'll like sit and watch the music go by. <laughs> 
Well, I, that's how I learned about Pine Grove, and just I heard I lo- I know the singer's whole backstory now based on that stupid. I was show. so sad when I um, did a, a light googling on them, and he had very very recently been questionably canceled, yeah, but, but they, is working on it. And no, they if you look at the follow up, like it turns out that it was it was overblown. I would assume so when I saw it happening, and I was like, we'll see how they handle this, and hopefully everyone comes yeah. out healthier in the end. But that's uh, all you can hope for. That's all you yeah. can hope for. It's really all you can hope for. Interesting. Um, now our next song coming up. Uh, this is this is these are Paul. Have you heard of any of these groups before? Uh, I, the only uh, I've heard of Capital Cities, obviously, because okay. I think I had them on a list, and then uh, Hotel Apache. I've heard of, but I didn't hear Valley or any of this other stuff. Yeah. And I don't know how to say this next. Um, you want to take a shot at it? Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, allow me though, because I'm I'm very fluent in Japanese if wrestling. If, so. if I do it, I it. And I screw it up. It's they're gonna be like, "Wow, Paul's yeah. a smart one." But if you do it, you're from Indiana. It's like, oh, he doesn't know. Well, I'm not gonna mess it up. So, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, with our next song, you know him, you love him, uh, Masakatsu Takagi. Uh, Beautiful. That is, sounded really good. Well, the Takagi. That's a there's a wrestler Takagi. So I had <laughs> I had half I had half of it right. You had the help. Close. Yeah, but the uh, uh, Masakatsu. Um, you know. We had Mas- I've I know Masahiro Chono, so it's like is that a wrestler as well? Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Masakatsu Takagi. Do you ever start the songs in the middle, or do they have to start at the beginning? We no, we could, could start this t- anywhere. I um, like any of these songs because uh, I feel like the middle's where it really ramps well, up. Why don't you? Take All right, let's charge. just drop us right Sarah in the just has dead us in a middle. Random. This is called Wave of Li- Wave of Life, and it's the live Light. version. The live version. <laughs> And right there, you can hear it. That's just classic uh, Masakatsu. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do, because I've done some research. It is. Now you're just bragging, because you can say it right. You hear somebody off stage if you listen. Someone just goes, get it, Takagi. So this live version, he has a vocalist, and it kind of sounds like she can do whatever she wants during the song, and I freaking love this? that. Tell us, tell us what you know about them, if anything. I don't know anything about this live performance except that it's on an album he has on Spotify, well, and there's no he, video of who, it. Who is he? Like, He's how do you the know? composer, and from my understanding, he mostly just composes and creates music on his own, but he did these live concert shows, and you can tell there are people there, and my favorite thing about the song is when they're all done... The two of him, him, like he and the vocalist, they just laugh a little bit. And it's so genuine and so natural and so sweet that you can tell the song was as fun to play as it sounds. Yeah, he's a visual artist and he's he scores a lot of anime films. If, if a lot of you. Oh, what is he playing yes. when he's composing? In the, I mean, piano. Just, uh, yeah. okay. at least I've seen him with piano, but then he can kind of add in the I, he seems like one of those people that can just pick up an instrument like and loops, just go to I've town. Picture they loop around stuff. So use loopers. And a lot stuff. of people don't know this about him. I do. Um, <laughs> he actually relocated to a small village in order to live a more traditional Japanese life. Uh, and his work from this period definitely reflects it. It's a lot of solo piano work and uh, a lot like of right vocals now. albums uh yeah yeah of course he scores animes like this is just the most imaginative gentle beautiful music that also a has kangaroos. a lot of heart yeah <laughs> kangaroo theme i took sarah to an anime heart and, uh, soul and ramen her first, bowls her first birthday we celebrated together uh the first birthday that we celebrated together boy you made it sound like you were uh 11 years old taking no, me out of my no, first no, no, birthday no. <laughs> no your birthday that we celebrated together yeah he took me to uh your name which was at the music box all subtitles and uh i was so afraid that you wouldn't enjoy it and then we both really liked it no way we loved it yeah, and there were some real hardcore anime fans there. That was kind of fun to watch. Did you them. recognize the Masu Katsu? It, I don't know it, if he did that. You one. know, it had some of Takagi's influences <laughs> in it, but 
I mean, I, I don't think you can really get the full, uh, you know, grasp of, uh, of Masakatsu's sort of imagery. He's also a visual artist. Uh, yeah. yeah, you said that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to bull, it, bull S. Bull S. Bull yeah. S a little bit. Yeah. Um, our final song, Paul. And this is just, this is a beaut right here. I had a segue for this. Oh, go ahead. No, it's too late. No, no, no. That I'll never cut my hair? No, well, I was going to say we both took our hats. We obviously both wore hats yeah. today. And then, obviously. Uh, and uh, Obvious to everyone listening. Because, yeah. uh, well, they'll see it in the picture. And then uh, we both need to cut our hairs, obviously. Never. No, I don't Marty's think I'm going to cut my hair out. anytime soon. I'll yeah, he wants like his hair as the long mullet. as mine. What's the longest you've had your hair? Uh, well, you, the pictures I have from uh, freshman, sophomore, junior, high school, I just had a, I, my hair was all over. It was like, yeah. long, I thought it was Andre Agassi. Oh, that's you right there in that photo, right? No, that's a, that's a wig. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I used to have long hair. Um, and then in college, I had the butt cut where I just mm-hmm. let it grow. Mm-hmm. And then I, you, were you a lift and shave guy? With, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, on the sides they did that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. A little bit, but not too aggressively. Oh, okay. Okay. I had to be pre- presentable because back then I was like uh, law student. I was going to go to law school and I had yeah. to do political things. Interesting. Yeah, that's smart. But speaking of cutting hair, mm-hmm. what's cut the next my song? hair. See what I did there. That was a, that was a great one. Yeah, that was actually... well. I was a little forced because you put a lot of pressure on. The yeah. Segue. Now, uh, Monica, of course, is the uh, final artist that we're going to be hearing from. featuring Cave Town. Featuring Cave Town. Who Thank can forget you. Cave Town? Do you I know mean. either of these people? Nope. This is a song that I discovered uh, with Marty this is as the great. closing song I didn't to know this song. Uh, specific meme compilations we used to watch. And a lot of times these meme compilations will have the same outro. Right now, our favorite one is a drive-in movie clip from like probably the 60s. Sure. And the guy is just like, thank you for joining us yeah. this evening. We yeah. hope you enjoyed yourself. Now drive home safe. And it's like so like... It's great. It's such a weird, nostalgic little nod. But this is that same kind of vibe of like, hey... We've had some laughs together. We'll see you again tomorrow. Here's the out. Well, this reminds me of uh, you being asleep mm-hmm. and then just meme compilation after compilation playing. And I'd wake up in the middle of the night and this would be playing. You know what, would, what the scene would always be on the TV when they would play this? Do yeah, you the, it was like a little like nature like, like an ocean. anime ocean. The ocean yeah. with the clouds and the, the... And a silhouette of a boy. And the moon, <laughs> the moon reflecting off the water. And they would play this song. This is like such a beautiful so song. So you, we... This is how people are learning about music. Yeah. It's a meme compilation. You meme. guys are like like super, what's the new generation that well, listens to TikTok? TikTok and to, it yeah. has They're, music recommendations. Yeah. And then that's how we found that Chinese New Year. Yeah. Was Which fully is a great memes. Song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is uh, Cut My Hair. Let's play a little bit of it. You're laying in bed. You just watch some great memes. Get and that now gentle just, uke. How long do they put the memes on there for? About 10, 15. 10, 15 minutes? Yeah. Don't want to so overstay your welcome this unless kicks you're in right meant to. Here. I like this song. It's great. It's very nice. Gentle. This is gentle. This I and this give is you. why it's closing because this is yes. like the end of my mixtape, the end of my coming. meme compilation. Thank you for Thank coming you for on this journey. Me. Yeah. Jimmy Pop, if you're out there. I love Jimmy a, little, Pop, a, a little kid with a great voice is like forget about this it. is really a kid that's singing I oh know. i don't know we didn't research I, I don't know i i just pictured it as a i think it's a little kid yeah i don't think so yeah i think it's this Mon- little boy Mon- on the monica monica m-o-u-n-i-k-a yeah this is a great song this is uh 
it's a 72 year old man. Wow. No. no. I think, you think you have a guy living in Chicago named. Oh, I would like to sit right here. Is it Monica Reddy? Who's that? No. Monica, period. Oh, no. It's an. It's a. Okay. If this is. Well, no. This is an actress named Monica. No. Yeah. Oh, man. We don't know who it is. It's tough because usually on iTunes they have the artist, but yeah. uh, that's not available. Mysterious. Mysterious. As, as the world of and memes that, you know, can be. I think that's one of the lessons I've learned over and over is a lot of times if I push researching something, I'll usually find something that I don't like. But if it kind of comes to me naturally, then it's like, well, that's information I can use. Uh, so it says it's an artist, uh, electronica artist from France. There you go. Yeah. And Don't that's like uh, Spotify at the end of the year does this unwrapped where they tell you like where all your music comes from. And I'm always like, oh, oh that's cool. cool. I had no idea that a bunch of these people were like in Europe or other places. iTunes does that too. That's great. No, I love I don't know if them. it does. I'm just trying to. We no, it doesn't. Because <laughs> I know a lot of people at the end of the year were like, what did you, what were your like top songs at the end of the year? Did you have that? Oh man. Uh, the Does Spotify uh, tell you how many times you've heard each song? Because iTunes used to. They can. Yeah, iTunes used to. Um it still kinda does, but not really. Aditya Sofian was a big uh discovery for this year. I spent a lot of time with mm. his music. And okay. uh there are definitely a couple songs that didn't make the cut on this that were by him. Uh Pogo, I always get a ton of Pogo. He's the one that mashes up um like clips of movies with music and kind of does found songs from like Disney movies. And Marty always makes fun of me because I, I play those a ton when I'm working because it's just enough lyrics to not really be lyrics. Yeah. And um, and he always do, does the songs like... Because it's always like, whoop, 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 we're going on a journey. Are we going yet? Like it's yeah, always these it's little like voices little and little clippies and then occasionally like a sentence. Um, but yeah, it's the whole thing with music and me is gentle upbeat if it's going to have a negative meaning i kind of want it to be packaged in a in a song you can bop to yeah because that kangaroo court song is probably about a bad lawsuit yeah probably <laughs> PETA lost honestly i thought it was about you know we're in australia and these kangaroos stole some burgers off the barbecue and now they're getting in trouble that's it so I, i'm still obsessed to find out who this monica person is and uh there's no pictures of this. You're going to end up on like lemonparty.org or I something. Think, uh, <laughs> this is him. I mean, it's a he. Aww. Yeah. So, but he's, but he's you don't know if Cave Town yeah. was also, yeah. You don't know. It's so wild. It's tough. And a lot of these artists are just, you know, like I said, him. we found them from like memes and stuff. <laughs> Who knows? He just threw in every, oh, this is a young kid. This could be him. Yeah. No, I think it's a little kid. I think it's like I a little kid. It could be a sample kid. too. That's well, the crazy Monica, thing. Monica, if you're listening, not the actress Monica. Monica, period. From the Bollywood. There's also actress Monica, but yeah, I we don't love know. it. We love it all. The crossovers we get. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are looking at each other so loving. Sometimes I feel like I'm like, hey guys, isn't up? it wild that we've been trapped together in our apartment this long and we still love each other? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe more than ever now. Yeah, I think so. More, I think so. <laughs> yeah. So the song you mentioned, one song that didn't make it. Uh, what were the other ones that were like? They made it to the finals. Uh, Rainbows and Starlight by Aditya Sofian, which is basically like a song about how you used to be really close to someone and now you're living different lives. And it's like, I chase rainbows and you gay starlight and we'll never be on the same page, but I'm thinking of you. And okay. I love that because I have like a very good friend that I send it to her and I was like, this reminds me of us. Like there's one by Hawktail called In the Kitchen, which is the most chill. Like it just sounds like someone playing strings in an old Irish kitchen and like, the feeling of just like, oh, I'm yeah. relaxed, I'm safe, I'm home. 
there are a lot of songs uh, that I felt like were just a little too chill for the vibe where I didn't want to put you to sleep. I wanted it to be like, here's a little snap and zazz of what I'm into. I like I like the music that you're bringing into Marty's life. I think it like if like if Marty had a list of a hundred songs and like there's about thirty that are questionable that I'd be like, oh, you got to get rid of this mighty mighty boss tones. Like I feel like you can. Influence- I like the, I like the tones. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, you, I'm a fun. I feel like I'm a fun patch that covers a little bit of both of your tastes and then i also have this silly billy like carnival world where it's like oh you like all those cartoon songs yeah Yeah. yeah. (laughs) i just i I like picturing the venn diagram where marty and i meet in Mm -hmm. our music but Mm -hmm. then the stuff that's like oh like some of this stuff and then you probably say the same like my counting crows collection but or the police i had a uh, i like all those yesterday i made sarah oh i sent you that photo (laughs) of of um the long december was in the like (laughs) video it's so funny youtube again youtube's a lot like satellite radio where it's like if once you play one music video they're like let me guess you want to hear we didn't start the fire or hook by blues traveler they have like the same songs yeah, they always YouTube's play algorithm. they're like you want to hear smash mouth don't you yeah. and it's like i was watching like a carrie underwood song yeah. yeah and and uh so long december from the counting crows came on and my friend john uh to this day says he wants that played at his funeral he always said it right when it came out he's like i want the song played at my funeral <laughs> So Thanks, I John. got on my knees praying and I took a photo with Adam Dirtz in the background. <laughs> I took about took I took about six photos for you to choose the funniest yeah. one. Yeah. I and have the picture that uh, Sarah made me for my birthday too. It was on my, oh, it's still on the Adam, counter there. Yeah. Oh, Adam. Yeah. Adam Dirtz. Oh. And, and there is a lot of uh, other, on the CDs that I had to throw away, a lot of them were Counting Crows special. The thing about them live, it, they were never, I didn't really like their live I shows. just saw on, when, when that was on YouTube that one of the suggestions was was them doing all of August and everything mm-hmm. after. Um, but the, I have the storytellers one okay. of that. And it, the, the version, he just goes off on these fucking tangents. And you're just like, dude, just play the song. I don't want to hear about I your day. I left a John Mayer concert because he just kept dicking around on his guitar for like an hour after yeah. he played all the main hits. And I was like, I got to get back to my dorm. I left an after a party at a John Mayer thing also for similar reasons. Similar reasons. Yeah. What's <laughs> one of the favorite concerts you've been to oh the killers second row at the soaring eagle casino and resort that was like i just played there. such a great yeah when marty played there all my Michigan oh, yeah, friends were story. so impressed <laughs> like i couldn't i was like texting I all my friends the, from high school i took the because uh obviously i was there when there was a huge snowstorm and it was like oh this is the end of the days before the real end before of the days. actual end of days and uh there was like seven people at my show maybe more but um I ended up just staying up all night and uh, I took pictures of all of the stuff. I sent you a bunch of yeah. like the bands that played there and yeah. then you told me that story. It's oh, like, I love uh, the Killers, Eagle. Killers, uh, so good in, in concert. And it was right when Hot Fuss came out. So I knew enough oh, of the songs, yeah. but they weren't huge and we were second row and I was just like making eye contact with everybody and I was probably like 16 and it was mm-hmm. like with my friend Katie Barcy and her dad and her little sister who name drop. Oh, her dad Doug Barcy would Doug. always take me and Katie. <laughs> Big Doug. Or he would take Katie and her sister and they each got to pick a friend. And often I was the chosen friend. And it was like we went to Second City shows in Chicago. Nice. We went and saw the killers. Like cool. Sarah wouldn't dad. be here if she didn't take that trip to Second City, some say. Some say. Huh. Or if I didn't watch Whose Line Is It. I went and saw Wayne Brady in concert for oh. my 15th birthday because I was like, comedy, this is it. I'm going to do improv comedy. I do have a lot of uh, stand-up stuff that I'm during the purge that I've had to throw away and also Whose Line Is It anyway, too. But The Killers, um, when we finally reveal our songs yeah. for our mixes, I know people have been asking, there may be one of uh You should do it once song. a year. You should you should do it once a year each, mm-hmm. and then uh, ed- every year it. it has to be different. 
that's my rule Ooh. and my idea. We're going to have a theme one, I think, coming up we talked yeah, about. Just uh, songs we listen to while we're shut in yeah, yeah. with our... Quarantine songs. Where can... Yeah. Uh, we're, we're out of time, Sarah. Where, this has where, been so fun. Yeah. It's, it's good to see the other half of Marty. And, I thought and you were going to yell at me about these songs being too weak, no but uh, everybody me? was so nice. No, 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 both of you together. Marty probably wanted to a little bit, but... No, you, no you way. Also I, to go back I, to your I like how he knows we how have, gentle I am. <laughs> I really enjoy how we do have kind of like separate lives when it comes to music. Yeah, but we, we can line up on watching those videos together and showing each other. One stuff. of our things that we can't do right now, I sure miss it. I feel like it's an old life we used to live. We have a pool in our building, and <laughs> yeah. like on oh, the yeah. weekends or sometimes sometimes at night, we'll go. And most of the time, I won't even swim. Sarah will swim, and I'll just uh, I'll just have a couple claws and a couple <laughs> a couple smokes, and I'll uh, play some songs for her. Yeah, and it's so fun because the music kind of echoes through the pool. It's like that pizza party yeah. sleepover feeling of it's like, like the lights are on in the pool too. No, we no, turn it we down, turn so down. the lights only on in the water. So it's yeah, that's like what I mean. Mystical the lights blue, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then the city skylines out. It's very eighties movie. Lake. Yeah, yes. we'll play, and I'll play her some tunes. Sarah likes uh, a good story song. Yeah, where where can uh, Paul's done with his podcast? No, 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 no. I just literally, (laughs) I I literally said we're done. He doesn't like to overstay his welcome. And Colt Cabana told us that when we had our first podcast, that was an hour and twenty minutes. That's right. I also am very like I like to keep it under. He's a a rule uh, follower, Marty. Like me, Marty wants to do like a six-hour one once. But where can people (laughs) find out uh, more about you, Sarah? Uh, At Sarah Joy Shockey on Twitter, and you know what? Medium.com slash at Sarah Joy Shockey has some really nice posts that I made, especially stuff about like just being nice to yourself, which can be helpful when you're inside reading mean, scary stuff on the internet. Uh, Check out my nice little comic posts on Medium.com. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Sarah. And uh, yeah. if you want to join us and make a mixtape for us, it's paulmartymix at gmail.com. I know you guys, uh, we've got a lot of people that sent us lists. We're going to get through those. And, uh, I'm and we're going to get through this. Yeah. And, and I want. <laughs> Marty and Sarah love wrestling Friday mornings yeah. on the MLW radio. There you check that out. I thought you'd kick my ass if I forgot to nah, plug our own nah. podcast. And uh, yeah. And, and just to be clear, I'm the one that wants all of you on here. Marty's the, he's the tastemaker. That's the, he's the, I'm tough. The Gene Sis- Gene Siskel of the crew. No, no, I'd be the Ebert. Ebert, Siskel was kind of a pushover for Really? I don't know. They would fight. (laughs) I mean, uh, we don't fight. But uh, and check out uh, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling and Singles Only Podcast, our other podcasts, and 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 be warm and kind to everybody. That's right. I'm gonna play us off with a little another meme classic. Sarah, you know the song. Said I pull up, get in my in the ice cream truck. Your sister driving while I pipe your mama in the trunk. We're full of birds and they all trying to cluck. And they treating all my wood like a fucking woodchuck. Bitch,